Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode of the Self Love Club podcast is brought to you by Amplify Kombucha. Taste amplified. The Self Love Club, a place where boss babes share their stories to empower women. Liv Callahan is a 26-year-old from Birmingham that goes by the name of Self Love Liv. After a tumultuous battle of highs and lows, Liv was diagnosed with bipolar at age 18. Six years into her recovery from disordered eating, Liv started publicly posting about her mental health battles and is all about mental health awareness, body positivity and, of course, self-love. Her posts have been shared by the likes of Teen Vogue, The Daily Mail and Cosmopolitan, just to name a few. Warning, self-harm and suicidal thoughts are mentioned in this episode, not in detail, but it may be triggering for some listeners. Please find a full list of where you can get help in the show notes and at bellcrawford.com. We're so lucky to have Liv share her story and empowering advice on the Self Love Club podcast. Liv, welcome to the Self Love Club podcast. Thank you so much for having me in your home today. You are so welcome, boo. Yeah, meeting me. It's so exciting. It's like meeting a new slash new friend an old friend I know that's what I was going to say like it feels like that yeah exactly so tell us about yourself um, who you are and what you do so hello, I'm Liv, I'm 26, and I run the social media page Self Love Live, a place for mental health awareness, body confidence, and of course, self-love. Yeah, of course. And so how bit. did you start doing, like how did you, because self-love live, I mean it works so well. I know. <laughs> how did you come up with that name and how did it sort of all start for you? Um, I started doing about two and a half years ago. And I started doing it literally one night. I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start talking about my problems online. And it kind of blew up overnight. Yeah. And I really enjoy doing it. It's really, really fun. Yeah. So tell me about that first post. Like, what, we, what did you share? Did it just sort of come from a place of, like, I'm just going to start doing this thing? So I was, I was following a girl called Body Potty Panda who posts a lot about body positivity. I uh, really resonated with her, what she was saying. So I did a post, like a then to now post, just about my mental health journey, my body confidence journey. And it did really, really well. I was quite, I was almost surprised because, you know, it was like, why are people interested in what I have to say? It's very, very bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And it just sort of, what was your first post? What Do you remember what you posted? I think I put something like, um, I've got my phone, I have, to, I have to show you one time. But it was literally like, you know, uh, I'm so proud of how far I've come. I think I was like six years into recovery from bulimia. Um, rah, 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 rah. And it, it just, I think it got like 400 likes. Yeah. Which for someone who had about 200 followers, yeah. was pretty intense. Like standard, you're like, oh wow, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and so yeah. how did things grow from there? You just start doing that more often. It just started naturally, started. Yeah, so my first post was just under my own personal Instagram. So after I started quite well, I decided to do like a more 
public Instagram so I changed my name to Self Love Live and then I started posting more mental health stuff, body confidence stuff and I remember I did a post about Spanx. Now I don't remember what the exact post was about but I think it was about like you know you don't need to wear Spanx you can you know let it all hang out boo and it got featured on Teen Vogue which was like mental yeah that's huge absolutely crazy you were telling me before that when you were looking on the site or whatever it was like next to like an article on Justin Bieber yeah and you're like what and me? Just me my Spanx underneath <laughs> Justin Bieber the dream <laughs> so cool I mean those sort of things happening where you're just like okay maybe I'm onto something here absolutely yeah. it was it literally happened overnight for me it was yeah. absolutely mental and so you just started getting more of a following like did this happen pretty yes quickly? yeah it did yeah, yeah. absolutely so, so through getting shared like sites like that and everything it was on the daily mail it was in cosmopolitan glamour teen vogue like um usa today it was just it was absolutely everywhere yeah and that happened fairly quickly into it? This was about... I started my account in November. By February, Teen Vogue launched the article. Yeah. So within a couple of months, I'd say. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Were you like... Do, do you still, like... Do you still think, what what is happening? What am I doing? Every single day, yeah. I'm like, what on earth is happening? I'm a human squid. What's going on? <laughs> um, you know, this is all very new to me. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's bizarre, but I'm, I'm absolutely living the journey. And now you're doing it full-time as well. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, so you were working full-time, and then you were telling me that you were working a bit part-time, and you've only yeah. just recently stopped that work. Literally within, like two three weeks yeah. I'd say yeah what's it like so far is it it's quite an, it, I mean I'm starting to do it it's a change well. yeah it's different isn't it but it's really really fun yeah be able to kind of like do what you want to do what you're passionate about full time it's yeah. Like incredible yeah and you still wonder you're like is this a thing like what's going on I still think like yeah. I've got to go to work tomorrow but then I'm like this is my job <laughs> it's so weird so what kind of things are you doing now I guess it just aligns with what you're doing and you get ad campaigns and things. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. Is it just, was it a kind of continuation on what you were doing anyway? Absolutely. I just happened to get a manager who's who's lovely, and she helped get my brands and stuff. And it's it's just it's just doesn't be the world of good because yeah. I was I used to work in retail. Which anyone who works in retail will know it's the devil. <laughs> it's the devil. There are some days when you go to work, it's like people are awful so to get out of retail it's like the best thing ever yeah it's a it's, it's a blessing yeah take us back so you're from birmingham you grew yeah. up here yeah like what did you know when you were younger what you wanted to be what was your childhood like my childhood was amazing and my mum and dad are the most supportive people ever they're incredible and i i was a pretty anxious child i remember having a lot of worries for no reason and that kind of stemmed from mental illness. And when I, when I was 14, I, I um, fell into a depression. And this lasted for about two weeks. And then I came out of that. I went, other side, I went sky high to mania. Again, that lasted about three days. And then it happened for like four years. Oh. This this repetitive cycle of depression and mania. And I was finally diagnosed with bipolar disorder back when I was 18. I'm 26 yeah. now. Yeah, wow. Those would have been some really hard years. Really difficult years, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And you, just, you probably had no idea what was happening. No, because then there was no media talking about those about about mental health no celebrity talking about mental health it was just so taboo yeah and i guess there wasn't the space i mean social media has been around a while but it yeah. wasn't really used like that like not at all now, no. like I, I think it's really great how accessible 
it is to have conversations like this. Whereas it's, before, you know, you were looking at magazines and seeing celebrities. You didn't really... They weren't talking about those things. No. It wasn't that connection that you have now. It's really important we have these conversations because mm. they're, so, they're so necessary. Yeah, so t- take us to, like, those times. Like, what was going oh, on for you? It was really, really dark. It was just... It was very lonely because I didn't tell anyone what was going on because I was so ashamed of it. I, in my own head, thought... Either everyone went through it and no one talked about it, or I'm the only person in the entire world dealing with this stuff because, you know, no one's mentioning it. Yeah. So I spent four years, like, hiding, lying, hiding, lying, you know, being so ashamed of who I was. And yeah. it's just it's just so sad. It's very sad. It's really sad, so yeah. So you weren't, didn't, weren't, didn't feel like you could tell anybody? No. I, I told my mum literally about four years later. Wow. It was really, I was self-harming. I was bulimic. I was suicidal. It was really, really tough those yeah. four years were. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what was your moment where you did tell someone or things started to change a bit for you? Did you hit, like, a rock bottom? Yeah, I did. Tell about that. Um, Basically, I don't remember the, the, the time scale of this, but I'm hitting rock bottom and thinking I need help. So I wrote my mum a letter and posted it under her door, under her bedroom door. And those, like, it was about a minute. But those, that one minute was so long, waiting for her to, like, have her reply to what she had to say. But she came out and she was like, I've known all along. I've known you need help. I was waiting for you to come to me because, obviously... She didn't know what to do either. Mm. As a mum who has a daughter who's mentally ill, she had no... There's no, like, guidebook of how to handle it. She had to go... She had to learn like like me. Mm. We had to learn together. So I went to the doctors and they sent me off to, like, a mental... Um, a mental... I don't want to say mental hospital, but, like, a hospital for the mentally ill. And I was an outpatient there. I've been, I've, I'm, a, I'm an outpatient there now, actually. And I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I started having therapy, and I was on medication as well. Yeah. And it's changed my life. So good. Absolutely changed my life. Yeah. And so, what was that process like for you? Was it really hard at first, and then it just yeah. got a bit better? It was hard at first, realising that I was unwell. But it was also, like, this massive relief of, like, oh, my God, there's a name to this. I'm not mm. going crazy. I'm not weird. This is very normal to have an illness of the mind. Yeah. It's so normal, I think. It's so normal. And I think we're realising that now. Yeah. Especially when you're going through that, you do feel so alone. You really do, yeah. yeah. You Especially do. when you're, like, we were talking before about when you're a teenager, you know, everything feels really intense and hormones. Oh, oh my God. You don't realize that things, well, you don't have that perspective that things no. get better no. like you do when you're older. So yeah. it can be a really, really hard time. It really can, yeah. It was definitely yeah. hard. I think, I think for many people, growing up is a hard time, but add mental illness to it. And it's just, it's just, oh, horrendous. Yeah horrendous everyone's like story and experiences is different but yeah for you did everything sort of the self-harming your eating disorder did that all sort of just come from it and just all kind of was it all part of it like, absolutely it yeah was it just like a thing that started it started within like literally the same year of me falling into the depression i started to self-harm and started to restrict my food and um it was just a really difficult um time because you know when you're self-harming you are so confused and so it's not ashamed of it but in a way you are because mm. you're just like what am I doing what's going on yeah and I remember I remember going to California 
with my boyfriend and I was probably about 18 I'd say it's before I got help and my arms were covered in scars and I wore this blazer the whole time the boiling hot heat and his dad was like you can take your blazer off I was like no I'm fine I'm just a bit chilly like it's California mm-hmm. it's not cold at all it's really really hot yeah. I couldn't I couldn't be myself because I was, I was so scared yeah of what the response would be yeah so what sort of happened when people started seeing that or knowing like did you just always hide your scars and things? I hid them till I got them tattooed over right um because I wanted something beautiful to cover cover up something so something so negative yeah and I was I'm not ashamed of my scars like, if you have scars don't ever feel ashamed of them because it's part of you yeah but for me I, I was so tired looking at my scars and thinking I'll remember that day when you did that or yeah. remember that time when you did that it was well it's a very hard. tangible it's Absolutely. like evidence of something so not like so horrible yeah. that you went through you know exactly yeah 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 oh wow so and the eating thing like i mean i've had an eating disorder as well and we yeah. talk about them a lot on the on the podcast um it's i mean one of the nastiest things to go through like i don't think people realize how much it just if with your mind you know like, absolutely yeah, yeah you just awful. feel like you're crazy you do yeah yeah and because you're like messing with so many things like food keeps you like at a good you, level you need you know? food so you're like up and down yeah. normally and then you're sort of yeah so so what was the process of that like i was bleeding for from 14 to 18 uh, I, I, I've been in recovery now nearly 10 years well done. thank you which is quite an achievement for me yeah. um getting help was scary but so necessary. Yeah. And recovery isn't linear either. You do have days where you're like, I, f- I feel really crap today. My body image isn't that great. But that's normal. Mm-hmm. You know, recovery isn't like, you don't choose recovery and then that's it, you're cured. It's such a process to go through. Yeah. What was that process like for you? I mean, so when you got help, was that when you got help for a lot of the things yes. that were going on? It's basically like, let's rip off the band-aid you've been covering the, the stuff with. Let's talk about the problems and let's get to the bottom of them. Yeah. And when I, 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 my eating disorder, I knew it was an issue, but I was like, oh, it's fine. I'm absolutely fine. It wasn't until I started talking about it more, I was like, okay, this is quite, this is quite serious. We need, yeah. to, we need to digest this. We need to sort this out. Um, but getting help was just the best thing I could have done for myself, really. Mm, yeah, totally. I don't... I mean, everyone's different, but with eating disorders and all these things, I just don't... For me, personally, I, I don't think I could have done it on my own. Uh, no. Like you need, you're, like, so deep in it, and your mind is so not healthy. You need someone else you need to guide some, you. You need professionals to help you. you and really once you do. do, like, you can get better. I mean, it, yeah, you we're can, proof of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, go us. Woo. Your recovery, obviously, it's different for everyone, and it takes yeah. time. Was it just like a slow process over time? Or it was, yeah. Um, it was a slow process, but I, I got to like a certain point where I was like, I'm so tired of living this life uh, that I was le- leading. It was tiring. Yeah. I thought, I'm going, I'm, I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. Yeah. And that's all I care about, really. And, and I, the, the life I was lead, li- living wasn't making me happy. No. I was miserable all the time. And it's so stressful because you're doing all those things and you're focusing so much on things that you don't need to and that gets in the way of normal life. It really does, yeah. And like you're, when you're young, you're trying to like forge a career for yourself. Yeah, like, make friends. Yeah, and like when you're focusing on all those things, like you don't really have much energy for it. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's so exhausting. It, it's, it's draining. Yeah. It's soul-crushingly draining. Yeah. 
So when you were 18, is that when you started to get a lot better? Yeah. Yeah. I think my, the turning point for me when I was about 22, I stopped self-harming. Um, I was in recovery for about two years and I remember just just thinking to myself, I'm tired of hating myself. Mm. I really want to enjoy the person I am today. Yeah. And it sounds ridiculous, but I had this haircut. It was an awful haircut, I must tell you. I had a really short fringe. It was, like, literally up to my forehead. <laughs> and a really short barb. And it was my way of being like, you know, screw society's ideas of beauty. But I wanted to feel like I loved myself, so I grew out my hair. And when I did, I felt like, oh... This is quite nice. Yeah. I'm enjoying the person I am. This is lovely. So self-love was a journey. It still is a journey, mm. but it's so beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. And is that, do you think your self-love journey, because I know for myself, it's like when you learn to love yourself properly, Yeah. that's when you do get better. Yeah. And is that what it was like for you? You can't get better without that feeling of, that you're worth getting better. Yes. Self-worth, honestly. Self-worth, exactly. You need it more than anything. If you, if you don't think you're worthy of help, you won't, you won't, succeed, yeah. you won't succeed in getting help because yeah. you need that fire in you to say, like, I'm so worthy of being a happy, loved human being. Mm. In your dark times, what was the way you perceived yourself, whether it be your body, oh my yourself, God. like... Can you describe that to us? I was the worst human being on the planet. I felt like I was an awful, unkind, vile, ugly, disgusting human being. Oh. And now I'm like, I'm amazing. Yeah. The, the, the transition is amazing. I can't, yeah. I can't describe it. What's the switch, do you think? Is it the self-love? Yes. The self-worth? It's, I think it's, it's being around people who love you for you mm. helps me a lot. Like my boyfriend, James, who I've mentioned in everything I do, he is just the most supportive person in the entire world. And he loves me for me, mm. not the, what I look like, for, for who I am. Yeah. And that, he always says to me, you know, like, no matter what you do in life, as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. That's, it's true. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. You have been with him a long time. 11 years. And I love the story of how you got together. It's so cute. So he asked me out. Did you have MSN? Yeah. yeah. He asked me BRB, out. BRB, got to go. Yes! MSN, yeah. Oh, my God. And I said, um, if you walk to my house, which is about two, five-minute walk, and ask me out then, I'll say yes. And he did. I came up my house with no shoes on. What a queen, though. Made a guy come. Right? Like, how old? Like, 15? Literally. Who the hell was I? No, Savage? What a queen. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and I went out of my house with no shoes on. He was like, um, do, do, do you, do you want to, do, do you like, do you, I was like, yes. <laughs> Just yes. He was like, okay, cool. And he walked back. And that was that. That was, a, that was that. And then, yeah, you guys, uh, such 15-year-olds, you broke up, like, not long later. Three weeks later, yeah. <laughs> the magic never ends, eh? So, and you talk about, you've told me about, you know, like, that was just, when you're young, these things happen, but because you were unwell, you yeah. did push people away, and he was Absolutely. the one who pushed away I pushed him away, like, so many times, but he'd always come back, because he knew that it wasn't me talking, it was my illness. Yeah. And he was, he's been the most supportive person in my life that stayed with me throughout my life. Like, I'm, I'm, as well as my mum and dad. Sorry, mum and dad, if you're watching, if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, but he's, he's always been there for me. Yeah. And even the times where we weren't even together, he texted me like, 
are you eating? Yeah. Are, you, are you okay? Do you, need to, do you need to talk to someone? That's so lovely. So nice. He's such a good guy. Yes, we love the good one. Yes. I think, yeah, like, regardless of whether he, you know, the times when you haven't been together and he's still there for you, it just shows that, you know, he's, it's just, I think it's really important to have those people in your life. Absolutely. And it can be so hard necessary. as well when you are going through your own mental health things or maybe someone else's in yeah. relationships it can put a real strain on things it really can yeah and either things are going to work or they're not and so obviously yeah. like I mean you never to know until it you happens. either grow through it together or you or you part ways yeah because it is a, it's a huge stress on people absolutely yeah since you started getting better like yes. you're like when you're 18 and then you, said yeah. you got to 22 and that yeah. was a real point yeah What's that looked like for you? Has it just been an ongoing thing? Have there been a lot of hurdles along the way? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So many hurdles. It's like, you know, I, I still today wake up and think, you know what? Not feeling it today. Not not today, excited. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. We all have those days. It's the way we handle them that matters, really. If you mm. wake up and think, I, I'm, I'm disgusting, and you believe that, that's when it gets to a bad cycle. Yeah. If you wake up and think, oh, I'm not today, but tomorrow could be the best day ever, that's the key. Yeah, exactly. I think when you're having those down days or off days, it's just knowing, and that's where it comes to like your self-care as well. Yeah, it passes. Knowing how to get yourself through it. Cause, Absolutely. I mean, it can feel disgusting and you're like, oh, you don't feel like anything's working. Yeah. But if just knowing, it's like those things that you do, the things that you'll go to, things you do like whether it just be getting up and having a shower and yeah doing making whatever. the bed yeah just yeah. little things have something to eat drink some water you know yeah. like do some whether you meditate or affirmations and things yeah you know, brush like, your teeth yeah, yeah brush, don't forget to brush don't your teeth brush your teeth guys look after them but like yeah just those little things that bit by bit yeah so how did you learn all those sorts of things I think through time, like, I found ways from when I was about 14 of what I enjoyed doing when I was depressed. Mm. And I think through time I learned that, you know, when you are depressed, it's okay to lie in bed for hours on end, as long as you realise that it's okay to get up and move and, like, mm. stretch the muscles and change your pyjamas, change your underwear, just to see you're not wearing, wearing the same thing for, like, five days straight. Yeah. That's really important, yeah. Do you sometimes spend, like, days on um, the I spent, like, three weeks in, in bed one time. Oh, my God. And I smelled revolting. Did you shower? Nope. Oh, and so then I came in and was like, oh, you smell fresh. I was like, don't look at me. Oh, thanks. Yeah, the curves were closed, like... It was, yeah. a, it was a, and my hair was matted as well. I had to get my hair cut off. It was a really fun time for was me. Was that one of the like lowest times? One of the darkest times. Yeah, that was only that was only about three years ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how did you get through that? Time. Yeah. Time and patience. You know, knowing that it it does lift. Yeah. It may take three weeks, but it does lift. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think that's something you don't really know until you've maybe been through it a few Absolutely. times. Absolutely. Or like when you're older, that's why you know when people are young and they're going through it, they're like, "What the hell? Like, yeah. Is this ever going to end? Because it feels like it's it not. It feels a never ending. Yeah. But like three weeks still, like being in your bedroom. I know. Like, oh, the, the smell was. Oh, I someone died in there. Were you hungry? No. That's a. Thing, I slept yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Your body must have needed. And I watched rest. like murder mysteries on 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 YouTube. You know when you go to like a dark YouTube web, you yeah. just like you fall into something. You're like, how have I got here? Yeah, that's basically where yeah. I was for three weeks. Oh, I honestly think, and I say to my 
really good friends or like someone one of my friends I live with it's like if you're in like a like a spiral you're in bed you're anxious or whatever get up you just gotta get up get up yeah get up and even just going into different rooms rooms. it lifts your mood like lying in bed when you're not feeling good is one of the worst places to be yeah thinking you're gonna sleep more you're not no you're just gonna lie get out yeah Yeah, absolutely get some fresh air Self-love is super important to me in case you didn't know, so I'm all about doing things for myself, and that includes making sure I'm making healthier choices this summer when it comes to my drink of choice. Amplify Kombucha have developed delicious kombucha with great flavors. It's also great for you, containing good bacteria, and it's low in sugar, so it's a win-win. I recommend giving raspberry lime or my new favorite pineapple coconut a try, but to be honest, they're all delicious. Amplify Kombucha, taste amplified. What are some of your go-to self-care practices, things that you do whether you're feeling good or whether you're feeling bad? What are some things you do regularly to help yourself feeling good? Um, making the bag and routine. Yeah. Routine is so important. I get up every day about nine, and then I make the bed, open the windows, get some fresh air in, brush my teeth, um, have a bath maybe. I love as well doing my makeup, like spending like an hour just because you do, when you do your makeup, you don't think to yourself, I'm really depressed. You just think, how can I make this brow perfect? Yeah. How can I make these brows match? Yeah. You don't think, you know, I'm really anxious today. You're just thinking, like, my highlighter looks great today. <laughs> that, that's, that, that is my favourite self-care tip. Is yeah. Enjoying... Um, find something you're passionate about, find something you enjoy doing and focusing your attention on that. Yeah, and when you do focus on other things then you're you're not yeah, you're not so much in your head. You don't think about what's in your head, absolutely yeah. yeah. And that's mindfulness really. Yeah. Like, you know, people talk about mindfulness and meditating, but you can literally find it in so many things you do. So many things. Just taking your mind elsewhere. And out of your head, like sounds strange because it is in your head, but you know, getting yourself out of your head where you're you can just get too, I find I can too, just internalise too much sometimes. Yeah, I've got you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about your things? Like, what are your go-to things you've learned when you are having your low days or you're anxious? What are some things that you find really help you? Baby wipes are <laughs> essential. For days while I don't have a shower, having a shower is, like, too much work. And the armpits. I call it a stripper shower. <laughs> Literally, yes. A stripper shower is an essential part of the depression life. Yeah, because sometimes, I mean, some people listening will understand. Yeah. Like when you have an off day or a really down day or an anxious you have day. No energy to have a shower. It can, honestly, like I mean, for me, sometimes when I've been really bad, it will take you hours just to get dressed. And yeah. You're like, Oh, we did it. It was an effort. Oh, yeah. And you feel better, but yeah, you it can do. be really hard. But every little win is worth yeah. shouting about. Yeah, I just find getting up and I love sitting down in the shower. Terrible. Oh, it's like, yeah. there's a little rest, and that's a good thing to do if you're not feeling good. Because you yeah. stand up and you just sit and yeah, wash sit down, wash yourself, a little cry in the shower. <laughs> it's probably the number one place I cry. Like, <laughs> most of us cry in the shower at some point we've all been there guys we've all been there it's a good place to cry there's water everywhere anyway (laughs) you know have a loud cry no one really knows (laughs) yeah oh that's good what about like um, do you still have therapy and things I've stopped therapy at the moment I did one to one therapy I find with me I prefer talking to my mum or my boyfriend about these things because I've talked they're so open with me and I've told them, like, I've told them some dark stuff. Yeah. And they're like, cool, that's fine. Yeah. So now it's like, I've got to be like, 
I've got to go to I'll, I'll go to them rather than to go to a stranger. Yeah. And I think with therapy as well, it's not something you have to. I mean, everyone's different, and if you want to do it all the time, that's fine. Yeah. But it can be something that's really good to do when you really need it. Yeah. And then you know you'll go through times where you know like okay, I don't need to be going to see them, and then you can just sort of check in and out as you need. Yeah. I guess having a good support network's been really helpful. For so you. important for me. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. I think sometimes people can find it hard to find who to talk to yeah how would you suggest people like i mean obviously there's people close to different people but how would you suggest going about that if you are too scared to tell anybody i think if it was me because i was so afraid of saying the actual words i wrote a letter so maybe just doing it by text or by email or by letter if you're feeling like old school mm. and just and just pouring your heart out but you don't have to say the words that really helped me because i was so like you know nervous and stuttery i was like i couldn't say i'm really really i need help i'm really really unwell yeah what do you think was so hard about saying it was it like admitting it it, yeah admitting i needed help it's really hard because as a nation as as a british woman we don't accept help well we're like a stiff upper lip yeah. you know we don't need help i can do it myself but it's, it's okay to admit you need help sometimes yeah. absolutely fine yeah and i think it's really important for other people to see that as yeah, well and become absolutely the norm yeah because i feel like a lot of the time you feel like you have to hide it yeah it's definitely improving but i think yeah. there's definitely you know just like i mean people it's definitely improving and it's getting better but I think that like you know physical health is just a thing yeah and I think mental health should just be exactly the same it's not a part of your body the brain is an organ just like the liver the kidneys the heart why is it so different yeah why is it treated so differently I just think people don't understand it they don't no not at all and it's like you know if you have a broken arm or it's like you know oh we have a broken arm or if you need to take heart pills you'd easily take them but there's still a, I that think, stigma that that taboo. It's still there a bit. I mean, it's definitely moving, and there's yeah. some great things happening. Oh yeah. But um, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. What are some things you tell yourself now if you are having uh, like with your body if you're not feeling positive about it? Do you like tell yourself positive things? Like, yeah, absolutely. What yeah. kind of things do you tell yourself like, that I'm sure would be helpful to others? Um, I am worthy. I'm amazing. I'm creative. I'm talented. Um, using words that don't describe your body, just that describe your like your soul and your personality. It's so yeah. helpful because we're more than our bodies. We are we are you know mothers, daughters, sons, fathers. All these are more than our bodies. Yeah, I think it's important we have these conversations. Yeah, that we're more than just an um a shell. Yeah, because there's so much focus on our physical appearance. So much focus. So when you started to you know really love yourself and yeah. and know that you were worthy how has that changed your life from i know you do a lot of then and nows yes how is your how did your then we've heard how your then sounded like but how has that changed things for you in your now it's changed every single aspect of my life i'm a better daughter i'm a better girlfriend i'm a better sister i'm a better friend because i know my own worth so i can give more i can love more yeah yeah, and so has that also brought in things in your life, whether it be opportunities or just, like, things you never thought you could have? For example, this podcast. Yeah. Who would have thought, like, three years ago, I'd be meeting a girl from New Zealand <laughs> who'd be in my flat? <laughs> I know. It's barbing. Yeah. It's, also, it's, it's, it's just truly amazing. And isn't that a thing? Like, it's just... 
yeah through being ourselves and through loving ourselves and, and being sharing, open yeah that you meet people all around the world yeah. that are doing you know like that are doing the it's just yeah it's really special mental yeah it's yeah. really special and that just comes from I guess in a way it makes your struggles worth it in a way because really you does, help yeah. other people it really does three years ago you had a pretty rough time yeah do you have is it like sort of up and down for you a lot not really now I think because I know how to deal with it more if we do have a bad day I'm not like I'm not scared of it anymore I'm just like okay having a bad day here's what we do let's handle it well tomorrow's a new day done and I totally agree I think it's that perspective thing and you yes. need to keep things into perspective you when, do when you've been through it a few times and I think you probably would relate to this I know for myself and for others it's like when you go through it a little bit at times in the past you can I used to get so scared terrified like you felt like you're like oh god what's gonna happen here it's like, coming again oh my god yeah, 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 yeah. fear yeah and you're like you actually like I'm it was like a probably an irrational fear but I actually thought that I was gonna die having yeah. panic attacks like, yeah but then as you get older and you've been through them a few times and then you you come out the other side it doesn't make it nice but you no. sort of have that perspective like okay I've been there it's going to be okay. Exactly. And you know, you've been to your worst, right? Exactly. What um, do you think was your worst? I like to think it hasn't happened. It won't happen. Um, like my best hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I guess you've just been in some dark I've dark been through some dark, dark times. But so we all, we've all had our worst moments. But as long as we can come... F- with, with every bad day you've ever had, you've survived it. Yeah. And that should be like, oh yeah, boom, I'm, I'm amazing, <laughs> yeah. damn right. You have talked um, on your social media as well about being suicidal. Yes. Um, and there are a lot of people that feel this way, whether yeah. they talk about it or not. Yeah. What was that like for you? Very weird, because I'm quite a positive person. So going from being quite a positive person to wanting to die is a very lonely, um, soul-crushing, um, empty emotion to feel. And to feel that you have nothing to offer the world and that no one cares for you, it's heartbreaking. Mm. Absolutely heart- I mean, I, I still could cry over how much I loathed being alive at one yeah. point. Did you just not want to be alive at all? I was just done. Mm. Absolutely done, yeah. Yeah. What do you think made you keep going? The future. I was always. I always wanted to. I always wanted to stick around just to see what would happen. And I, I don't want to. I don't. I, my grandma is my love, the love of my life. She's ninety three. She's an absolute sassy queen. <laughs> and if I was to die, she'd be heartbroken, yeah. devastated. I couldn't do that to her. Mm. So I stick around because she's still here. She's ninety three. Mm. I mean, I'm only twenty six. I can't. You know, end my life here. I've got like another seventy years to go. Mm. I've got so many, so much more things to see, to do, to explore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you've got to think that like there's so much to come. Did you dig really deep and find something? You have to. You, you have to. I, I always talk about that. It's like you just got to dig deep. You do. Even if it's just a tiny little something inside. That little of you. glimmer of hope. Yeah. Cling on to it with all you got. And fight because we are yeah. fighters. Fucking warriors. <laughs> we are, and when you go through that, like. Honestly, I think people who go through mental health battles, which is basically most people, I mean, yeah. all 
anxiety depression it's all normal human emotions absolutely some people just experience it more than others yeah. or at different times or whatever yeah but i always think that if people are going through that and they're managing to live life and be functioning um pretty powerful yeah it's like that's how yeah, it really is. Going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Give me one of the one of them. Yes. And if this is all, like, the tiniest, tiniest glimmer of hope, cling on to it and push through. Yeah. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Got to find the light. And the more you push through, it's like the more every time it happens or whatever. It's, it's almost easier. Yeah. In a way. It's yeah. like you're exercising a muscle that you already have, and you're yes. like, you just click back into what you're doing. Yeah. Like, yep. I'm anxious. Cool. This is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Like, boom, boom, boom. This is my day. All right. I'm gonna be a bit easier on myself. Yeah. I'm be kind. On, you know, like simple things like drinking lots of water, staying yeah. hydrated. If you're crying a lot, you're gonna dehydrate. Yeah. Hydrate yourself. Absolutely. Up, you know? Keep hydrated. Yeah. Like, just focus on those little things. Yeah. And then you get to a good point. So now this is your full-time thing. I know. Weird. Crazy. So what do your days look like? What are you doing? Um, I'm going to a lot of events. I'm doing a lot of content for YouTube, Instagram. I'm just living my best life, really, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, because you were... Because what did you do at school? Did you want, did you study at all? Oh, How was school school was absolute hell. <laughs> I was very unwell and yeah. my GCSEs were just a nightmare. I barely passed them. My A-levels, I failed, comple- like completely failed. And I was like, I'll just do whatever. I'll just go. I went to college and studied fashion. Hated that as well. Yeah. And then went to full-time work loads of that that were horrible to me what kind of what were you doing it was admin right for a cleaning company but they, they didn't understand mental health at all they were really really nasty yeah i was like i'm out of here take care went to part and work for ann summers and loved it so what because we don't have ann summers in new zealand what exactly is it <laughs> you tell stories about it before. so basically it's a lingerie and sex toy shop yeah but it's the most fun job ever. <laughs> yeah. I have so many stories to tell. Oh, yeah. So, I can write a book. <laughs> yeah. I bet. There's like, probably so many. You did tell one story on Instagram about how um, you were on a bus with yeah. some stock. Yeah. And then, and then, adult fun toys, and they all fell out. Yep. Yep. Well, give, thanks for being back. <laughs> that memory's still there. <laughs> In front of everyone on the bus. What happened? Like, were you just like... I, oh. did, I think I just wanted the ground to swallow me up. <laughs> I had to walk back up the bus to pick up the items. There's like half the bus of school kids, half the bus of old people, and was like, sorry, so terrible. Were they shocked. laughing or were they shocked? Half were like, you know, what just happened? Half were like, wetting themselves. I was there like wanting to cry. I would have been like, it's okay, I work at a sex toy shop, guys, they're not mine. Like- I didn't say, I said, times are hard. <laughs> Why did I just say I work for a sex toy shop? It was so much easier, but no, and times are hard. Pretty good though, pretty yeah. pretty fitting. Nice from you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So, with what you're doing, what is the main message you like to share with your audience? Four simple words: You got this, boo. Because no matter what you go through in your life, whether it's like mental health problems, eating disorders, self harm, you have got this. You are worthy. You are loved. You are cared for. And whatever comes your way, you'll handle it well because what we're warriors here. Yeah. What's what we do? Yeah. And what are some maybe? I mean, again, it's something that people need to go through personally and work out what yeah. works for them. But what are some body confidence tips? You know, you've gone through an eating Ooh. disorder. How have I mean, you've learned to love yourself. Yeah. 
How do you keep yourself feeling good in your body? Knowing that our size is just a number and that our weight doesn't define us who we are. You know, we could be a size 8 or size 28. We're so beautiful, mm. so wonderful, yeah. so cared, so loved. Our size is but a number and, you know... If you find confidence in your confidence in your body, it just it helps so much because you just think, okay. Also, my best tip is put some Lizzo on. Oh my god, yes. Lizzo is the one. What is something you would tell your younger self? It'll it'll be okay. Keep fighting. You'll be okay. Um, he does love you. You will you will probably be with him forever now, and. You're doing amazing, Boo. Yeah. And I'm really proud of you. Is that something you were worried about a lot with your boyfriend? Were you like, oh, God, what's going to He doesn't love me anymore. He always did. I just didn't realise, yeah. yeah. I was always worried that he'd leave me for someone who wasn't mentally ill, but he stuck around because that's what he does best. He's just amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of guilt that comes with mental health as well. So much guilt. Yeah. Yeah, so much guilt. And trying to be better and, like, you say, like, oh, you know, people aren't going to want to be with me because I'm yeah. like this. And then you just, oh, it's, it's, it's a lot to handle. It really is. It's really difficult at times. Trying yeah. to get yourself better, but also like worrying about all that stuff. Oh, it's just, it's just so much. Yeah, it's yeah. so much. What are some advice you would give to anyone listening that is going through a hard time with whatever it may be? Reach out and talk to someone about it because it's really important you get the help you deserve. You are worthy. You are loved you are cared for and you're doing really well despite the situation you're in and I don't know about you but I'm really proud of you and keep fighting because the world needs you here mm. I mean we all do you're, you're so wonderful don't ever give up on yourself yeah that's such beautiful advice what empowers you what makes you feel empowered inspiring women yeah women who inspire me daily women who like um, make me feel good about myself women who I look up to and just think you know what I want to marry you one day <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's so many beautiful there's so women. many yeah and men too but like I'm just really proud of gal power you know yeah sisterhood yeah, yeah. sisterhood is strong it really it's very yeah, strong yeah yeah and so yeah I guess through you sharing because I, I feel similar like when I'm sharing that with other women like that's what makes me feel empowered yeah same it's just like a a connection of women yeah getting their stories from them and just learning stuff from them as well it's just so empowering yeah yeah what is something you would tell women who are wanting to you know achieve epic things or like live their best life obviously you've given us advice for tough times yeah but if there's things you want to do what would you say to people Just, just fucking do it yeah Never think you can't do something because of your, you know, lack of self-worth. Because you're you're amazing, boo. Whatever you want to do, just go and live your best life. Yeah. I love that so much. I think a lot of the time people think about things for too long. Do I think things. Just start doing it. Like yeah. you just started. Just, just do you it. You started posting. I just started doing this. You yeah. just start doing something. Just, just do it. You don't know what it's going to be. It might not be anything. That's it could okay. be the best thing you've ever done in your life. Yeah. You never know until you try, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I love Third you. So, great. so um what are some things that you want to do? Like I mean your journey has been going for a few Ooh. years now, but are there like are there things that you would like to do in the future? I'd love to go on schools and talk about mental health. I feel like that's where it's it starts. The majority mm. is in schools and in the young teens. To be honest, I want to, I want to take over the world. Yeah. One post at a time. 
Yeah. Yeah. What do you like sharing most on your Instagram? Like, what do you... Um, what do you enjoy sharing? Is it like a positive message? Yeah, uh, I love dancing in my underwear because it's so freeing. It's yeah. so fun. My grandma's a huge hit. <laughs> they love my grandma for some reason. She's just so sassy. Um, I love sharing the real me, which is just a authentic, weird squid. Yeah, that's just who I am. You talk about being a squid a bit. I do. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I'm a human squid. <laughs> yes. Do you? Did you? Like, was it a bit of a journey finding the balance of what you wanted to share? I mean, you're oh, very open. Yeah. But like, we were talking earlier as well about sharing stuff. It can. It can be a hard one because I feel like. You want to share and be open, but yeah, you, you want to keep it like at a good level. There's always a bit of humour behind my post because yeah. if you can't laugh at yourself, what can you do? Yeah. Hey, love, thank you so much for your time today. You've been incredible, and you it's so lovely so to meet welcome. you. Thanks for coming to my house. Yay! Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Love Club podcast. A special thanks to Nick Baldwin, our audio engineer. Please subscribe for more episodes. We have some super empowering girl bosses coming up. To find out more about the Self Love Club for resources and blog posts, check out my website, bellcrawford.com, and you can follow me at bellcrawford on Instagram and Facebook. Catch you soon, babes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.